Question Podcast. I've got a tickly throat, so I'm going to have to say this a bit quietly. Hello and welcome to the Question Podcast. Joining us today is Kat and Rocky. Hi. Hello. Sorry, I'm just burping. (laughs) (laughs) So, important update. I got a job. I'm no longer unemployed. (laughs) Well, actually, technically, I'm still unemployed till the 7th of January. And you're still waiting for me. And um, yeah, pending references. (laughs) But um, yeah, I finally, I finally got a job. And it's a strange old thing because being unemployed is fucking ace. But unfortunately, uh, by the time I go back to work, I will not have worked for five months and one week. And I don't have money anymore. Well, I still have money now, but I'm about to run out. So I am going to be relying on the uh, charity of uh, my better half, who's currently in Warsaw right now. Is that where she is? Every Christmas, just before Christmas, she goes on holiday with her family. And I just don't understand this at all. I may may have even said this before around this time on other years of the podcast. But like winter is the most miserable time of year for me. All I want is it to to be over. I I just cannot understand why anyone would want to spend any money on going to somewhere else where it's winter. Uh, I I kind of get that. But when I went to Iceland a couple of years ago, this time... It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, there is that kind of cosy Christmas factor. Like I've been looking at, because I went to France, I went to Alsace earlier this year, which is a part of France that borders Germany. And a lot of it is, used to belong to Germany at various times. So a lot of it is quite German. And it's made me really want to go to Germany. And I've been looking up like the Christmas markets and stuff like that. And I was thinking of maybe next December going for a long weekend somewhere around there because it, I don't know it's just the cosy factor you know like wrapping up warm and eating wholesome hearty fare and just getting a bit drunk and yeah. like that kind of that and like little lights everywhere and it's pretty and that I guess is what I would it was, yeah I, I hate it when it's dark <laughs> I yeah, fucking hate the, it it wasn't the best but like when you're in the cabin like we were and we'd stuck the beers in the snow outside to keep them super cold i mean i'm not suggesting that there aren't nice things about these experiences but i just you know given a choice with a limited amount of money that we all have i'd rather spend the money on doing it in summer right fair enough yeah don't you you also really hate hot weather though no i fucking love hot weather do you if if it was 30 degrees every day of the week i'd be so much happier no fair enough i I mean i do also really i mean i do ultimately i like being i can deal with hot weather a lot better than i can with cold i don't like being cold however if i'm going somewhere and i'm prepared and it's going to be all kind of roaring fires inside and everything's cosy and warm and, you know, I've got a big snug jacket on or whatever and I know I'm going to go back to somewhere at the end of the day and it's all nice and warm. That's, that's nice. I can, I can live with that. It's all right. It's not so much the cold, it's the grey that bothers me. Mm. So, you know, if it's, if it's sunny and freezing, yeah, I can deal with that. That's mm. pretty good. I but, like those days. But uh, grey, I mean, fucking hell. You know, I, 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 as I've said many times, like I think about going back to Manchester a lot. <laughs> That's about the greatest place ever. But it, isn't it? <laughs> is, it is a really, really like you know, the UK doesn't have brilliant weather, but it is mm. noticeably nicer yeah, yeah. in London than it is in the north. It really is. Mm. When I went back on Sunday, it was awful. I literally came out of the hotel, went to the Tesco across the like. It is across the road. I took this coat, which isn't very waterproof at all. I came out of Tesco. And heavens opened momentarily, 
And I was absolutely drenched. Although, to be fair, I don't think it was any different here. There's been some biblical yeah, rain the recently. The last couple of weeks here has been shite. Really fucking shite. But Manchester has this weird way of, like... Being worse. Get, yeah, <laughs> getting you when you, you least expect it to happen. It hadn't fucking rained up until that point. Yeah, um, well, that's... <laughs> but there's a reason right. why miserable musicians are sort of bred there. <laughs> there, are, there is something behind all of that. And it is always fucking grey. Like, until it's summer, at least, anyway. <clears throat> but even then, it's grey. Yeah, it is. It is. And I love it, but I also can't stand it. Because I'm contrary. <laughs> and I'm basically, I'm just plagued. Like, some people... Do you know what the like, fear of missing out FOMO is? FOMO. Like, I don't, have a, I don't have an ounce of that in me. I don't have a whole lot of that. But I've got, like, the... The kind of grass is always greener syndrome. Mm. Like I have that in spades. I yeah. always want to be doing what I'm not doing right now. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, so we were talking a second ago about like when it's warm. Yeah, I fucking love summer. I, I don't necessarily go outside anymore. I just <laughs> like the fact that it's light. But even like, you know, I'm lucky enough that I have access to an apartment in Italy, which I go to quite frequently as has been mentioned multiple times on the podcast. But every time I go there, like one thing that really strikes me about Italy, and I've noticed this in other hot countries, is there's so many fucking flies everywhere because they thrive <laughs> in these kind of environments. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just science. That's just the way it works. It's true. And it just bothers the shit out of me some days. <laughs> All I want is for insects to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Right. I wanted to talk, or rather, I wanted Rocky to talk because he, he made a note of cattle class on trains. <laughs> so uh, the UK has a lot of trains. Oh, the UK it, is, is too, far too reliant on rail. I get a lot of trains in and out of London. And uh, well, I get a lot of trains between Manchester and London and the two biggest urban areas in the UK. And fucking hell, it's just... Why Basically, so many people? There's need to too move? many people, and there's not enough infrastructure. And privatizing railways means that everyone's just trying to make profit on it. So it's not about service; it's about money. And also, what I found: so up to Manchester from London, I, I went cattle class, and back from Manchester to London, I went first class. And the difference in experience was fucking exponential. <laughs> like, How much extra money did it cost you for first class? And it didn't class? cost that oh. much more. It does. Because oh. it's like about you, 15 quid extra well, each way. When, yeah, I guess so. If you, buy it, if you buy it on the train as an upgrade, they charge you 15 quid. At a weekend only, I think. Is it? Well, I reckon. I don't know, because I, I, I do that train like four or five, six times a year. So I've, I've done it a bunch. It was awful. It was fucking horrendous on the way up, and there was. Did these, you actually have a seat? Yeah, mm. there was these. There was this guy, this Londoner that had decided that that his seat was next to mine because it was. But Perhaps I, I, I blame I blame him because he was <laughs> pissing annoying because he was all fucking elbows and he was like elbows and knees at me all the fucking time and i'm like slowly moving further into the aisle because oh, like he's fucking knocking me left right and center and i'm like no i can just get through it because it's a really not long journey two hours is really not that long and we're british and we're polite and we don't well, say it well part of me is like i can't fucking go anywhere else if i make a scene i'm gonna piss mm. him off and right across from me were this 
Mancunian couple that just wanted to fucking drink all the time. Oh they Lord. came on the on the train and they were like, "Do you have the bevies?" And, uh, and I was like, and they and I was thinking, for fuck's sake, it was you nine probably, a.m. You probably, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was middle of the afternoon. But I was just thinking, you've probably just been in London just for like a weekend away because you think that that's romantic, and um, that, that and, and you spent the whole time fucking hungover because you think that going to fucking Yates's wine bar is the thing that you need to do in London. Like, I, 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 that, that's probably what happened anyway Yates' wine bar is a very very low rent it's very basic it's very basic I don't think I've ever been in one but it sort of looks like the kind of place where you'd get glassed if you went there I mean why the fuck they refer refer to themselves as a wine bar I think it's lodge isn't it wine lodge what the fuck is a wine lodge anyway but whatever I only know of one of them fucking chavvy yeah it's really chavvy mental case I'm going to glass you and nut you on yeah Yates yeah Yeah. (laughs) that kind of place yeah Yeah. well anyway best avoided if you're visiting the UK yeah definitely definitely avoid that one Uh, right next to Weatherspoons I'm just going to say anybody who doesn't boycott Weatherspoons at this this point really should do I've never been I'm not going to say I've never been to Weatherspoons I have been to Weatherspoons but I've never been into I've never really been into Weatherspoons like at all I I couldn't tell you the last time I went to Weatherspoons probably was like I don't think I've been in one the whole time I've been in London, so that would be seven years. So Good. You live go. near one. Keep I know, go, I've never going. been in it, apart from to use their toilet twice. I really hope that their CEO listens to this, because you're a fucking prick. <laughs> he probably doesn't, but I will back you up on that. He's a massive cunt. You're an absolute <laughs> fucking knobhead. You know, I, I agree. I agree with you. And it's not like I frequent Weatherspoons very often, but they have an app. To do your table, <laughs> yeah, service. table service, I know. You've been sucking in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that is a good idea. I'm not going to lie. But well, they're not going to be able to operate that soon, so it's all good. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't, I, I don't go it. I mean, I, I do live near one, but I don't go in it. I really hope that the fact that people won't have money come the 29th of March, and I don't want him to be particularly political on this, on this particular <laughs> podcast. Well, on this podcast, but. <laughs> I really fucking hope that nobody goes in your fucking weather spoons anymore, and that they all fucking. <laughs> Fold and that the buildings crumble. <laughs> we, we were talking about trains. <laughs> yes. So anyway, these Mancunians. Um, Your brethren. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, they weren't really that bad. But the, she was on the phone and she was and like, "My brethren." So well, keep it polite. She was. Um, <laughs> the one thing I knew from their whole train journey was that she couldn't get on Facebook. That's tragic. I know. I'm, I'm not having a go at you. I just can't get on Facebook. <laughs> can't get on Facebook right now. I'm on a train. No, I'm not being moody with you. It's you. <laughs> it's you. The way you're describing this, I, I sort of have a mental image of her being on the phone. She is on the phone. She's on, so she's on the phone talking to one of her mates about why she hasn't liked one of her pictures on Facebook. <laughs> or like that. Why have you not liked me, cat? I, book, I always book in advance and I always go in the quiet carriage. But right, I'm going to say something racist now. Oh, wow. <laughs> trigger warning. Trigger, trigger warning. <laughs> this is going to get racial. Just, just uh, off on a tangent again, um, uh, Trigger, T-R-I-G-A, is actually a gay porn studio. And a, oh. and a jungle MC from the 90s as well. <laughs> so every time I hear the word trigger, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> on Virgin Trains... There is one carriage that is dedicated to being quiet. So it, you are told not to speak on the phone, not to engage in loud conversations, basically respect the rights of people who wish there to be no sound on the train. 
and that's certainly me. Every time I get a train between between Manchester and London, there is always a number of people who appear to be visiting the UK from another country who don't seem to have any conception of respecting the fucking oh, idea of a quiet no. carriage. But that's because they don't have those sorts of things because they don't do overcrowding on their trains in other countries. <laughs> like they book, you book a specific seat that is comfortable, that is not an overcrowded train. Like that's the way that it works in another country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time I can ignore it. I'm pretty good at ignoring it. You know, I'm pretty good at bottling this stuff up. <laughs> Noise cancelling headphones. I mean, one of these days, one of these days, my heart might explode, but I bottle up a lot of my frustrations in life. But fucking hell, just, I can do without, I can do without people disrespecting the quiet carriage rules. <laughs> people are the worst. People ruin Disrespecting everything. the crown. <laughs> disrespecting the crown, as far as I'm concerned. I may think better of including that. No, I was joking. It's not that bad. No, well, yeah, I didn't. You're I didn't very... start singling out nationalities, but there's definitely one that annoys me mo- most of all, <laughs> and it's one of the uh, lo- more populated countries in the world. I'll tell you that. Oh, I was going to go with Nigeria. <laughs> that is very populated, you know. That is very populated. Very you know. populated. Oh. English is one of the primary languages of Nigeria, so they tend stop... to be on it. Yes, but it doesn't stop people from talking loudly on their phone on the train. Uh, mm. Well, maybe, but um, yeah, quiet carriages for the win. So what else did you get up to in Manchester? <laughs> I went on a train and then I came back on a train. What happened in between those two happened. trains? And then I saw a friend. And a friend? What kind of friend? Uh, you know, we, we now interpret every time you say, I saw a friend, is was... I saw them naked. <laughs> I did see them naked. <laughs> I mean, he was wearing other things as well. But oh, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, you, you, you invited that in. You want to talk about this. Was it some kind of leatherware? Did he have a high vis jacket on? No. Did he have crotchless chaps on? <laughs> no. Um, he had a job. Hard on hat with a, a harness and a, a cap. Harness. And a cap? Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't a know what a cap, a cap is. Cap. Oh, like, <laughs> like a hat. <laughs> like a, so when you said cap in reference next to harness, <laughs> I assumed I, I was still sort of thinking about the general ball bag kind of area. I, I don't think this is going to be particularly funny. I think it's pretty funny. I fucked him. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did it rank? In terms of good sex? Yes. In comparison to the other between 150 to 200 people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty out of ten, he's pretty good. Seven we really should. We really should talk about the bad ones. <laughs> no, I've talked about the bad one. No, I? you did, but like <laughs> you did talk about a really bad well, one. There was one In German Germany. one. Like, yeah, you talked about a couple of years ago. But I think p- quite possibly you were not as forthcoming as you are right now. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because you, didn't... you definitely, you definitely didn't get down and dirty too much. Into the details. You didn't really explain yourself very well. I thought I'd said that he started flicking my balls. (laughs) Yeah, you did say that. (laughs) (laughs) No one fucking needs that. No, I mean, what the fuck was going on? (laughs) I'm not somebody. I'm not somebody that wants their balls anywhere near any anybody else. I was a bit like, as in, just. There's no, there's no reason to get them involved in this process. I was like, I was, I was almost going to say like, do you, can you not? Can you, well, I did say that, but I was almost going to be like, in what kind of like sexual, sexual education class did they teach you that 
that's the pleasure bit. (laughs) (laughs) Flicking. (laughs) Was it just like, it's up here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was fucking awful. Did you ever speak to him again? No, he... (laughs) He sometimes likes my stuff. Oh. I don't know what to say to you. I'm really sorry if you're listening. <laughs> but it is about you. Be, what would be extra kind of weird is that, so you, you, you rank him sort of presumably somewhere around the, the bottom. Thing is, he was a very nice person and I found him quite attractive. But fucking weird in bed. Don't do that shit. <laughs> Look, dude, what just don't do it. As, what if he ranks you as the best? I highly well, He still thinks of you from I time to time. No, no, no. I very much don't. I'm happy to be bottom of his list. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who got away. <laughs> I'm completely happy with that. I swear to God, if I ever went back to Berlin, I'd have to, be, I'd have to do some serious dodge tactics. <laughs> so you could never go back to Berlin. <laughs> That's Berlin just over for you now. Go to Munich. I like Berlin as well. <laughs> Berlin is great. I, I've only ever been once and I'd really like to go again. But I'd like to go to Munich as well. Well, that's uh, my better half lived in Munich for a few oh, years. Yeah. Um, so she always wants to go to Munich and take me, basically drag me around all the places that... She's already done this in fucking Turin, uh, which was great because Turin is actually really cool. But um, Munich, it's weird, actually. Like, I've never had any great compunction to go to Munich, whereas, like, Berlin... I think it's some, I think basically because I grew up in, like, Manchester and Liverpool, I sort of find the grittier end of cities much more interesting and like Berlin I mean I wouldn't call it gritty but but it sort of it sort of has a hangover of it certainly was a bit grittier once it has an edge it has an edge to it and I find that more compelling than uh, it's definitely very much like look left Soviet look right modern (laughs) look left yeah and I like that Nazi yeah (laughs) (laughs) right modern And uh, yeah, it was really cool. I quite liked it, but I would like to go to Munich. Have I told you the um, the the one the the time? So while I was there, that I plucked up the courage to say to ask something in German, and what happened to me? Uh, presumably, somebody spoke back to you in English. Well, it wasn't just that. So we were on the street, and um, I'd, the only thing I could remember was how to say like, "Excuse me, do you speak English?" Um, Is other, it uh, other than in Schuldigon? In Schuldigon, sie bitte. Sprechen Sie English? <laughs> Except it probably isn't English, is it? <laughs> and she went. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and at that moment, you wish you had the German for. Can we try that again with less shade, please? <laughs> the funny thing was, like, I, I actually think that the more it was more of a sigh of. I'm dressed in fucking yellow because I'm a fucking tour guide, you stupid bastard. <laughs> well, you didn't do you explain not that. <laughs> do you not think that I can speak English? <laughs> I think that's what it was more about. Um, yeah. Uh, Funny though. <laughs> <laughs> well, well if, if Rocky doesn't want to talk about being a massive slut, then uh, we can Look, move on. I don't know what you want to know. No, really. I'm joking. I'm no, joking. No, Let's no, move no. on. We, we can, just want to live can, vicariously can, through you. Yeah, well. <laughs> our sex lives. Well, I'm not speaking for you, but I mean. I mean, three, year, three and a bit well, years yeah. into a relationship, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not as interesting as. Uh, yeah. And being single for three years is also not particularly interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't overly interesting. Although, <laughs> although I suppose the, one of the funny sides of it is that, um, so you, you know the area I'm referring to. So we, I stayed next to 
Piccadilly Station. It's quite busy around that sort of area. Yeah. Even later on in the evening, I would suggest. It's full of drunk people from the uh, provincial parts of Greater Manchester trying to get home, I imagine. <laughs> so the one thing I did do in the Premier Inn family room. Other, other hotels are available. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Was fucking next to the window. <laughs> <laughs> and you were on the ground floor. Third. <laughs> so it wasn't that high. <laughs> Did that add to the excitement? Um, Did anyone look in? I wouldn't. Did I don't, anyone clock you? I honestly don't know. Do you secretly want to get caught? I think that was part of the thrill at the time. I had had some wine. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was quite fun. Nobody came knocking on the door to say, stop bumming. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our kid, stop bumming against the window. (laughs) Right, cat. DNA results. Yes. So Rocky and I have already done this and, you know, people can go back and dig out the old episodes. I'm not, I don't even remember which ones they are, so go fucking find them yourself, you know, they're there. I'm curious as to what you are, Kat. Uh, Can I, I can I guess? Would you like to guess? Would anybody like to hazard a guess where Mm. the hell I am from? Right. I, I bet you are the most English person (laughs) in the whole of England. (laughs) More I, than Tommy Robinson. More than Tommy Robinson. Oh, no, his parents are fucking Irish. So. Or at least one of his parents are Irish. So, um, mm. so no, no, no deal. Fucking Mick. I'm, I think, yeah, I'm in agreement. But I think there's going to be a surprising twist to Scandinavia of some percentage. Mm, interesting. But that isn't that surprising because Norway used to be part of the same kingdom. Or we were part of the kingdom of Norway, I think, once. So... That's not immensely surprising. We all probably have a bit of Norse DNA in us. So, Kat, well, what, what, so I guess the thing to reveal is what percentage are you like British, Scot, uh, British, English, Scots, um, et cetera? Irish. What, what, so, also, what did you use? Uh, ancestry. Oh, yeah. D- same, yeah same. Ancestry DNA. So, I am in fact 96%. England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, and Northwestern Europe. And I am 3% Germanic, 1% Baltic. Hmm. So I'm very, very No much... Middle East in there? No, that, that is... I oh know this isn't very good for the podcast, but that is, that is where I'm from. So I'm... Yeah, I'm extremely English, unfortunately, <laughs> is... with just a little tinge of, um, yeah, German, uh, possibly French, Dutch, and a little bit of Baltic states. So, yeah. That's so quite I was like on that. the nose. Pretty Perfect. much. I, I like and also, how... you were both quite close, actually. Yeah, well, <laughs> not so much me with the Scandinavian, I suppose. Well, not, not far but off. But what I find funny about these things, because we've all done it now, I know that my mum's side is British-Irish, and I know that my dad's side is Italian, and when it came back, it was... <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder what I am. I'm fucking 48% British Irish, 48% fucking Italian. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not going to give you a lot of surprises. (laughs) No. I mean, I I literally had no idea. I mean, I 
we've only gone we've gone back about four generations in our family just from doing family tree and you've barely left the street we literally yeah i mean honestly we're all from my main one which is southern england is basically i'm really really southern england basically my family going back forever has been in east anglia essex and the southeast of england (laughs) so yeah we're the least fucking interesting family of all time but it's funny to have that confirmed. Yeah, I know. Because we've joked about it a few I know. times. No, and it turns out it's true. But I mean, there is a little bit from bit from Northern Europe, a bit from Germany and a bit from the Baltics, but otherwise <clears throat> just all English, Scottish. Yeah. So you have more right than literally anyone else to be nationalistic. I am. I should join the National Front, mate. Mm. Um, um, yeah, application's in the post. In fact, I had a conversation when I was in Seville with Sarah recently and I was like, you know how you can look at people and be like, well, that person's obviously Spanish. And I was thinking, I wonder if they can look at us and be like, well, they're obviously English. And, they, and, then, they and then I was like, well, but then what does an English person look like? This is what an English person looked like. I am very, very English. So this is, this is what English people look like. Very weird. Very weird. I always sort of threw people, which was quite, quite helpful. Nobody could ever place me until they heard my yeah. name, of course. And then oh, they were yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> then I very, very always said, no, actually, I'm British. Mm. <laughs> just to be a cunt. Just to be an arsehole, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am. Well, there's a there's a split down the middle between sort of ethnicity. And identity. I don't think ethnicity is even the right term, is it? Mm. But, but nationality and let's say ethnicity, there just is a line in the sun between the two and... Uh, I mean, what I find quite conceptually interesting about American Americans is how much they don't say that they're American. Well, it, it, it's it is that it how is big their the, the are? line. The lines are a bit more blurred. They're either Jewish, Italian, mm. um, uh, but you know, Mario Dutch. Balotelli is Italian, <laughs> and his parents are Ghanaian, but he's Italian. He's more Italian than you fucking cunts in America saying you're Italian. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> the ones from New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> or Queens or wherever they're, they're mm. mainly. But based. I mean, I don't want to sort of denigrate their, their experiences because like my grandparents on one side are Irish as far as I fucking know. I mean, I never met them. So I, it doesn't mean, you know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't play it up particularly. I don't feel any great affinity to Ireland other than kind of quite like it i mean it's well you don't it's a, spray paint yourself green on st paddy's day and no not really <laughs> get horrendously drunk well it's, <laughs> uh, no i don't do that because i sort of drink i i low-key drink most days of the week <laughs> i feel no great desire to drink more on any given day of the week <laughs> i also just I, I just it just feels like part-timerism to go and mm. blow your load too much in one night <laughs> spread it out <laughs> your whole life to lead <laughs> Right, let's move on. And I've got a list of LGBT slang terms. I can't wait to hear them. Well, it starts with full lesbians. Wait, what? Full lesbians. Full? No, no, no. It starts... Oh, right. The the list begins with terms that you would ascribe to lesbians. Oh. Um, Go on, try us. I'm not going to say them all because, like, some of them are really obvious, like bean flicker, carpet muncher, <laughs> so lesbian, celebrity lesbian. I don't, oh, is that what it means? I would assume so. Oh, that's exactly what it means, celebrity <laughs> lesbian. So obviously, we've got Dyke, and we all know that one. 
But here's one that I've never heard before. Gillette Blade. What? <laughs> it's a 90s, 1950s era term for bisexual women whose sexuality cuts both ways. Ah, uh, I see what they did there. Gillette. <laughs> the best a man a man a woman can get (laughs) (laughs) or the best woman or man a woman can get so here's a term that i've heard before so i'm not quite sure how you pronounce it so is it kiki or kai kai oh yeah yeah i know that from rupaul yeah but like that's i've only ever heard it referenced to drag queens let's have a kiki yeah kiki is like a i thought kiki was like a chit chat and then a kai kai was like getting but I thought it. a, a, well, it was a party. Yeah, well, I thought I think a kiki is like like a chat and getting together and having a little party. But then a kai kai is like doing the deed because you know the, the that's on RuPaul the anyway. Scissor Sisters have a whole song dedicated to this. Oh, really? Okay. Called "Let's Have a Kiki." Ah, I see. All right. <laughs> well, it means nothing even close to that. Okay. Oh. So it is a term used primarily from the 1940s to the 1960s to indicate a lesbian who was not butch or femme and did not have a preference for either butch or femme partners. Well, that's very specific. It's very, very specific. And obviously, you know, as we talked about when, um, when uh, Dick Longfrost was on the podcast, where he was talking about his experiences in Egypt, and like, he definitely did not spend the time in Egypt being celibate. But it is, it's pretty underground there. So I shouldn't be surprised that like before homosexuality was decriminalised in the UK, which was 1967, I think. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, late 60s. Obviously, people still be fucking. <laughs> so it shouldn't surprise me that you see things that are terms from like 80 years, you know, 100 years ago or whatever. It shouldn't be surprising, but I don't know something about it. The fact that these things get retained in history sometimes surprises me. I kind of like gay history. It's well fun. Yeah. Well, I, I like it because it's, I like this sort of thing because it's quite, um. Enlightening. Enlightening. <clears throat> but here's, here's a really weird one. The, the Game of Flats. <laughs> game of Flats. Game of Flats. Yeah. Does this have something to do with shoes? No. But that's really good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's sensible. Is it something to do with sensible shoes? <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking something along the lines of if you wore particular colours or types of shoes, it might mean you're into different things. And mm. therefore, if you're in a bar or like something. It's a handkerchief that, thing that gay yeah, men yeah. used to do in the pockets. Right? Is that why gay men have so many shoes? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> certainly Is that why hank- you have so many shoes? <laughs> certainly the hanky thing was, mm. is. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Like the different colours and different... I mean, people don't do that anymore. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't have expected there's a great need for it. All right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> One offense. Do you like fisting? <laughs> Excellent. Come back to mine. <laughs> so the game of flats is a 18th century term for sex between women. Oh, like why? I I don't know. Well, I mean, I I suppose I could click on this link, <laughs> but it just it doesn't tell you any information. Yeah. It's just game of flats. I suppose they had to come up with something. Up the origin in short. I mean. Sesame Timbers probably wasn't invented then. <laughs> That's from South Park. I just fucking love that. <laughs> Mrs. Garrison. It was a reference to games with playing cards, which were called flats, and an allusion to the rubbing together of two flat female pudenda. I've heard that term before. I've never heard that term before, ever. Pudenda. Pudenda. 
Is that like Punani? <laughs> <laughs> You've got Ali G in the background just being like that Punani, yeah? <laughs> I've literally heard the term said oh, once, goodness. but it's stuck in my head. Henry Rollins <laughs> once said it. Oh my Lord. For example, Sex Between Women was described in 1698 as a new game called Flats with a swinging clitoris. Flats might also refer to the counters or flat broad pieces used in betting games. The lesbian usage, though it can be traced back to at least 1663, is not recorded in the English Oxford Oxford English Dictionary. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't particularly surprise me that we... Uh, mm. That was kept, kept on the DL. Kept out of history. We erased that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one last one, which isn't massively surprising, but I just quite liked it anyway. Todger Dodger. <laughs> 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 I guess I just like the word Dodger. So anytime, anytime there's a, a place to use Dodger, always good. So it shouldn't surprise anyone that there are literally, there's literally an order of magnitude more for gay men than there are gay women. Obviously. And they're all incredibly similar. So, you know, uh, the first one on the list, anal assassin. (laughs) (laughs) But, and the only reason I read it out is because it says anal assassin or anal astronaut. And I was just thinking, well, I quite like that one. (laughs) Anal astronaut. It doesn't really need to make any sense. It's just... uh, Exploration of some kind? It's, uh, is it alliteration? Right, possibly, yeah. It's just alliteration. alliteration. I suppose so. So, an 18th century term, British term, backgammon player. But what if you were an actual backgammon player? Well, people are going to think you're gay. Oh, no. Well, that's um, complicated. There's an awful lot of terms that that are very, very definitely about a certain part of somebody's body. (laughs) Just almost all of them are chutney ferret. (laughs) <laughs> and construction worker construction worker yeah see that would be that would be very that would suit you very much because you do love mm. that ivy's jacket i mean it's okay on me but i'm clearly not a builder like it'd be better if it was on the actual building yeah maybe she get a new job <laughs> no <laughs> although you know gay builders yes please someone dead stupid that'd be quite helpful <laughs> So there are many gay uh, builders. I can't imagine it would be a very gay-friendly environment. I found there's loads of them on Grinder that hide their face. And that just makes it hotter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many of them have you met? None. Really? Why not? They might very well be on there on a virtual level. They need a lot of coaching. Put it that way. And you don't... You don't have Ain't time nobody got time for that. <laughs> well, you're, you are in search of that number which will impress people. <laughs> I'm not at all. It's, um, I, I sort of could imagine that needing to coach people is sort of not entirely unlike, I don't know, like having sex with virgins. Yeah, but at least, <clears throat> at least they tend to want to do it. They sort of pretend that they don't. And then they seem to get off on the fact that you have to convince them. And I'm like, oh, for fuck off. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Either like it or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> By virtue, is that an age thing? We, has that changed over time for you? What? How much effort I want to put in? Yeah, like zero. But one percent. <laughs> you don't buy a one percent soz. I, I, the term I would kind of use is like tourists. Mm. I kind of always assume that there's, unfortunately, in this world, there's a lot of tourists. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that there is. 
I'll tell you something about moving to London that has been absolutely fucking brilliant. The amount of tourists that are here <laughs> is less. Is more. But presumably the amount of people who are not tourists is also more. I mean, I think you misunderstand where I'm going. Oh. <clears throat> So there is a there is a level of tourist you'll accept. On the apps, there are some tourists who tend to have very finite windows time of time in London, mm. and they tend to have nice hotel rooms because they're oh. usually rich Americans. Ah, so oh, interesting. There's not much talking involved. A little, but mm. there's minimal. But the point is, that it's very fun because they tend to be more open to it because if they're straight in inverted commas. They're in different countries, so it doesn't matter. Um, they're gone in a couple of weeks or a week or however long they're here for. And that's probably why they've come on holiday in the first place. So it's much easier. And they tend to be Americans. Why can't they just bomb at home? Have you ever been to Alabama? Well, no, fair point. I mean, I haven't, but <laughs> seems pretty churchy to me. Yeah, it does seem pretty fucking churchy. True. And then they come to London. London! Okay. Um, so here's a couple more. Yep. Crafty Butcher. Crafty Butcher? I mean, I'm just reading what it says. No, I, know. I, I, I sort of wonder, actually, like, does somebody come to this page and just start adding random <laughs> terms just to see if people accept it or not? Daffodil. Mm, I think I've heard that That's one. That's a bit like pansy, though, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, okay, I can see that. Do you think these words come from within gay communities of themselves, or do you think they're people who name... I mean, I'm, like, I kind of assume that quite outside. a few of these do not come internally. Well, yeah. I would imagine that they're pejorative. Pejorative? Yeah, pejorative, yeah. I, pejorative, I have, yeah. I, have missed, <laughs> I have missed most of these out because they're all exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. They're just the boring ones. What's the Italian word for fennel? Do you know? Finocchio. Yeah, you go. I wasn't quite sure you pronounced it. Finocchio. Italian term for gay, apparently. Why would the word it, fennel mean gay? That's... Well, why does it mean? Why does the word fairy mean gay? Well, fairies are kind of effeminate and sparkly. Is it something to do with the shape of a fennel? <laughs> uh, it's a seed, isn't it? No, but there's an actual fennel vegetable. Yeah. Well, and it looks like an ass. <laughs> um, no, it's, oh, it looks like a cock. It actually, it looks like a man sucking a cock. It sort of looks more like that. Like with a thing in the, it's a U-shape really, isn't it? Mm. With a it's little like a bulb. thing on the outside. Yeah. It's like a gigantic spring onion bulb. It doesn't look much, I can't really see much sexual content in there. No, I mean, I wouldn't look at that and go, gay, but you know, in, in <laughs> clearly someone did. In Spanish, apparently, um, understand, and I think this is possibly within the gay community, the, the term for under, to understand is entender or entiende, if you're saying, or like, do, do you understand? Oh, you yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about someone else and they entiende, it means that they're gay. It's really weird. <laughs> what? They understand. <laughs> that's strange. That's, that's really peculiar. That's really peculiar. It is really odd. So what if you were trying to just say... Well, I think in normal speech. Oh, right. right. If you were just saying, oh, did you explain that to John and did he understand? Oh, yes, I did explain it to John and he understood it Whereas as being if John's being gay. Like, it's a bit peculiar. I'm not really understand. Oh, right. It's like, perhaps in the end days. Yeah, perhaps he understands. Uh, uh. But then, yeah, I suppose so. Like, we got friend of Frankie. Who's Frankie? I'm assuming it'd be Frankie Howard. But I don't even know if he was gay. I mean... I'm not sure. He was pretty camp i mean he was when, a, when is it from it doesn't say it, it mm. does not all of them give an explanation 
uh frankie howard was a sort of actor comedic actor i don't i don't know whether he was even known outside of the uk or not <laughs> it's actually an australian clothes shop with the name friend of frankie well it's also friend of dorothy obviously but that's not very surprising right uh harry hoofter <laughs> i am so calling harry though <laughs> harry hoofter <laughs> gaijin well, i've heard that one well, gay gay asians right yeah gaijin, gaijin. Uh, gym bunny I've, I've heard that term before but yeah. like i never actually realized it's absolutely explicitly meant gay dude i, I didn't, didn't think that it did either but it's a bit like muscle mary well i've only ever heard the only person i ever heard describe them describe themselves as a gay bunny uh gym bunny was a gay guy hmm. i think i would describe lots of people as that even if they weren't hmm. so there's light in the loafers light in the pants and light in the fedora well i like the fedora one because obviously uh I associate fedoras with um, men's rights activists, virgins, and <laughs> autism. <laughs> Muscle Mary's also mentioned, which we got. We got, but I like this one, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Which I can only assume means somebody from Oklahoma. Right? How many of these do you know, Rocky? Va- variations of Queen. Variations of Queen. Yeah. So Bean Queen. Bean Queen. Bean Queen. No idea. It's a uh, gay man attracted to Hispanic men. Uh, <laughs> like Mexicans. <laughs> a beaner. For their love of beans. <laughs> right. This one is obsolete now. And I would never have got this one. Brownie queen. <laughs> what? Like, is it a brown man? No, no, not, not at all. <laughs> Brownie queen. Oh, Brownie like queen. A, a 420. It's got a 420 reference. No, Ooh, good though. That's that's <laughs> came at it at a different angle. So it's an obsolete slang for gay men interested in anal sex used by men who dislike anal sex. It's like really specific. Oh, that is super specific. <laughs> but I guess now in a world of apps, you don't need you don't really need much of that. Quite a few can... people really don't like anal. I know, I know that. I know that that's not that's not at all uncommon. It, it it's weird though. For for me, it's almost like. I guess you don't have to be now, but I suppose when I was coming out, it was like pick a side, man. Which one is it? I've met more than one gay guy who, who does not partake at all in that. Yeah, it's weird. Stephen Fry actually is also famously one who doesn't is yeah, not really. down with that at all. Is that why he has a younger husband? Uh, yeah, he's also had his prostate removed, but that was because cancer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But, so he ain't doing anything for him. <laughs> well, as I say, as I say, he was uh, he was quite quite open about that. That he just wasn't down at all with that. I mean, I guess if you are a top, no, but he's saying he's neither. Oh, he's neither. Yeah, mm. that was my point. Fair he's enough. he's neither. Yeah, he's just not down at all with that particular body part. Oh right, okay. Yeah, he was all over Grinder when it first came out. He famously made Grinder in the UK. He showed it on QI, I believe. A man who needs a blowjob is still a man who needs a blowjob. True that. Um, Okay. Chicken queen. Ah, okay. I think I get this. Okay. A guy who is traditionally attracted to younger men of a skinny nature. Uh, Pretty, pretty close. It's an older gay man interested in younger or younger appearing men. But I think you've got that one. I think that counts. (laughs) Okay, this is easy. Curry queen. <laughs> okay, got it. 
You don't really have to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's really offensive. I, I, I think you said, I would imagine you'd say Dinge Queen. Dinge? <clears throat> or it might be Ding Queen. It's D-I-N-G-E. Or Dingy? Dingy Queen. Don't know. Dinge. Uh, don't know. I don't know. I would say Dinge, I think. Well, it's a, <laughs> uh, somebody attracted to black men. Oh. But apparently Dinge is an offensive term. Oh. I've never heard of it before. No, Me neither. Um, drag queen, obviously. Um, <laughs> I really like this one. Grey queen. <laughs> to old people. <laughs> no, this is so hyper specific. You'll never get this one unless you just know it. Grey queen. Grey queen. I'm going to... Uh... This is the sort of one which I think somebody might have put in here for a joke. Go on, <laughs> just say it. It is a gay person who works for the financial services industry. <laughs> <laughs> this brilliant. term originates from the fact that in the 1950s, people who worked in this profession often wore grey flannel suits. Okay. I mean, like I say, that's <laughs> maybe that's really, really specific. <laughs> pissy queen, pissy or hissy, pissy queen. Mm. And it is not what you'd expect. If not you nothing to do with water sports. Not really. Okay. I something to do with attitude. Yeah, yeah, it is. The connotation tells me it's attitude related. So just tell me. It's it's a gay man perceived as fussy. Fussy. Pissy queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why they just wouldn't say just fussy, fussy. queen. Like, yeah. why have a different word? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see if we can get this one. Potato queen. Something Irish? <laughs> no, not, not quite. Uh, chubby. Quite, it, I'm going to go with chubby. No, it's quite specific. Oh. It is gay Asian men mainly attracted to white men. I'd really like to see a number... Associate, like how many times anyone's ever said this out loud because <laughs> I reckon some of these have only been said like three or four times okay rice queen we know that yeah. one um, scat queen ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm a scat I've said there is a lot of I've talked to Dan I've talked about to Dan about this on multiple occasions but there's an awful lot of like racial profiling in kind of the gay male community isn't there I, you don't get in straight culture at least uh, you know you do you do well, it's you just do. it isn't it's just, it's just you don't say it you don't write it down you don't have it in your profile you only have to go and look at the blogs of um okay cupid to know that there is there, there definitely is a market value uh very much associated with certain races against other races oh, yeah no i'm sure absolutely no question but it's and not no like one will admit to it people don't say like stuff like on grinder that dan's told me that people like literally will say no like, spice no, no rice yeah like literally will say like no no blacks you know no like, no asians or like it's like whoa like you can't what the fuck like so i would i've never seen anything like that on a, a like a regular straight dating i think i've talked thing. about this before on the i definitely have spoken about this yeah. before although i would never i would never not talk to someone because of their race it still to me comes down to how i how attractive i feel they are in their picture and mm-hmm. more often than not that tends to point more towards chubby white men slash yeah i mean i something else i think but. it's okay to have a preference but that said literally ruling out all people from one race is a bit like because generally speaking i don't tend to go for black guys 
But I'm not going to be like, well, I'm never even going to talk to one, in, you know, because that's not... I'm like, well, you know, I have had, like, I have kind of had brief dalliances with a couple of mixed race guys in my time. So I wouldn't say no to all black guys. But then on the other hand, I'd say like probably 95% of the guys that I go for would be white. It's just a preference thing, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't ever... Well, it isn't just a preference thing. It is a opportunity thing. I want... You can't really get away from the fact there's a lot more of them. Well, yeah, that's also true. Most people are white, so... (laughs) In in this country. Well, yeah. I got told off. Yeah, in this country, obviously. I got told off for... Writing the word on my... This was a few years ago, but I wrote the word some, something like no one from Africa. What that I meant by that was um, nobody who is faceless, profiled, living in Uganda, oh, um, <laughs> wanting to... They exist. Wanting to... Of course. Are they on Grindr? Of course. In? Why wouldn't they be? Well, I suppose... Yeah, I suppose. Wanting to get their fucking fix out of, like... Mm open white man in the UK mm. obviously I realised how stupid that wording was and then got rid of it but it was on there for a little while but I guess you'd learn from those mistakes maybe the people on Grindr haven't let, yet mm. learned what they should and shouldn't say yeah um, I don't know it just sort of seems to me that let's, let's suppose you, you made a decision and you had right I don't, I don't need Chinese people in my life mm. for example let's suppose you have that prejudice internally to you if you want to consider it to be prejudice, you, you don't have to put it in your profile. Just don't mm. answer. Well, exactly. Like, it's quite yeah. simple. Just don't mm. answer the people True. you're not attracted See, to. See, I also don't, I, I don't think I've ever fancied like a bald guy. I just don't, I just don't like bald guys, but I would never write in my profile, no bald guys. I'm just like, if, he, if a guy messages me and he's very bald, I'm just like, no. I weep for your future cat, <laughs> by the way. No bulldoes, thanks. Yeah, I mean... Do, I, do, you, do you know that the percentage just, of them is going to go up and up exponentially oh, well, every year till you yeah. die? Not every man goes bald. I know, but, but I every even, man thins out a bit on top. Well, yeah, I don't even mean... I, I mean <laughs> properly, like, shiny. Not even, like, people who have... Also people that completely, like, bick their heads. Like, you know, like, really, really kind of... You know, guys start to lose it a bit and then just bick the whole head. I don't find that attractive either. Like, you may have the probability to, or possibility to grow hair, but the fact that it's just, there's no, I don't know, I just don't. But surely that's better than the the alternative, which is clinging on, clinging on for dear life. Yeah, either is bad. Like, I just don't, I don't find that attractive. I can totally imagine you as a... 80-year-old woman being, like, <laughs> swipe left for all the bulldoes that have been there 70. Oh, don't say that. Fucking hell. I don't want to be single when I'm 80. Fucking kill myself. <laughs> um, well, unless you change your ways, that is your future. I can I imagine you holding a smartphone in your little home. Just being like, no. <laughs> no. No. No, thank you. Too bald. Right, I wanted to talk about just one more term. Um, I'm now into bisexuals, which, you know, Rocky obviously doesn't really believe exists. And then there are bisexuals, but some see, just say they're enough, kidding themselves. See, I was talking to Sarah the other day and she thinks everyone is bisexual. And I was like, <laughs> no, but they're not because I'm definitely not. Like, I really have considered this at length and whatever way I come at it, I just don't want to touch other people's women's other people's vaginas other people's vaginas I just I'm just doesn't do it for me sexually I I don't want to either yeah (laughs) so I was like shut that argument down right straight away sorry isn't Sarah Sarah's uh, bisexual is she yeah oh 
She is mostly at the lesbian <laughs> sliding scale, but she is bisexual. I was about to be like, isn't she a proper vag muncher? Well, I mean, yes, at the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah is one of your work colleagues. Mm-hmm. We, we well, often talk about well. people. Sorry, we often yeah. talk about people and never explain who yeah, they no, are. No, sorry, just... I, I work. She's in my team at work, but we've been friends for a long time. I mean, I, I, I call her that term very affectionately, I may add just in case she's listening. Carpet muncher. I, I'm actually on Sarah's side. Really? In that I, I sort of... I well, sort you of, would be of all people, wouldn't you? Well, what, the way I sort of see it is, is I, I don't... So just to be clear, I don't think 100% of people are bisexual. I'm, okay, now I know I just, what you're going to say, and I agree with you, there is but a scale. I, 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 I would imagine that if society was different, the percentage of people who... On on some level would be mm. considered to be in the bisexual scale, bisexual range. Yeah, be a lot is more. significantly higher yeah. than actually are. That said, I definitely don't think all people are bisexual. No, and I and I and I would probably. I've always thought about Rocky that like he's he is one hundred percent gay. There is yeah. no coming back from that. Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Like I was born on this side of the fence, my love. <laughs> but what, what, what I mean by that is that, like, <laughs> there are probably people, you, there are, like your, your friend Dick Longfrust, mm. he's probably like 90% gay. I mean... But it doesn't mean, you know, I mean, he the did... the fact that he no, enthusiastically think... have, must have got it up with... A woman for a long time. Yeah, but I think he was and thinking about hot people like. Yeah, but that's why I put him at ninety percent gay. Yeah, I think his struggles were more community based than they were preference based. Would never, ever, ever consider going back to that. No, I'm not saying he would. I'm, you know, if I, I'm, I'm on, ninety. On, you know, it, it's if, like voting preferences, like. I, I I would not describe myself as a hundred percent a Labour voter, but I'm, I'm I'm over that point where I would never consider voting in when I'm given a choice between when I'm given a binary choice between the <laughs> Conservative Party and the Labour Party. Dick even if vagina. I'm not even even <laughs> though I'm not all the way into the Labour Party, like they still annoy me a lot. I'm gonna vote for them over the yeah. alternative. You're 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 like semi semi fuck the Labour Party. You're like halfway in. <laughs> yeah. Just the tipping. You're like pa- past the lip part. <laughs> yeah. I'm past the lips. Um, right. Okay. You're not so quite here in the spot. <laughs> uh, no, I never do. It's <laughs> a cross I bear. I also need to. Um, Poor I, need, I need to say my sentence again so that you can cut it in because I used his real name. I, I do go. I do quite often go through and. Take people's names out. Final term, and it's what I I know. Unicorn. I have heard of that. Yeah. Yes. Do you do you know what that um, means? But unicorn is a is a someone who is carefree. I heard it described. So I used to be friends with this girl who was by, and she she described unicorn as a term that essentially means a by woman who was prepared to have sex with, with straight couples. Right, okay. That's explicitly how she sort of described it. It's not so much that unicorn means that, but like that's the, the terms in which she saw it is like 
because she was bisexual, she mm. used to get an awful lot of invitations yeah. into straight threesomes mm. because she's some kind of magical unicorn yeah, yeah, who's yeah, into yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So that is the term. It's actually described... Just to describe my face right now is, is a, one of disgust. Oh, Rocky. <laughs> Why are you such a bigot? <laughs> On this particular subject, I'm quite happy to be the Nigel Farage of... <laughs> Of homosexuality. Uh, actually, <laughs> got against lesbians and vads, obviously. I hadn't actually read the definition, and it's almost exactly correct. <laughs> a unicorn, yeah, is is a uh, or sometimes called a hot bi babe. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they don't really exist. Mm. Um, because you know all the all the people willing to do that are munters, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably not true. I mean, but I don't know. Such an offensive term. What munter? I fucking love it. And I, I don't bet. Like I'm sure that's only ever used in the UK, and I feel like it's fallen yeah. out of vogue. I think it's and very I just want UK to bring it term. back. Yeah. Munter. Munter. I know. That's why it's great. It's like bobbins. It literally only refers to a chubby, chavy wom- woman from like. The North, <laughs> does it? I, that is not. No, I that's not my read. On I think it. it would count for any for any, anywhere in the country. But chub, I quite like chubby fugly as well. Fug, well fugly. Fugly is, I feel like Munter is quite a nineties term. Mm. It kind of died in the nineties. Yeah. Right. I think it's time to shut this podcast down. Right. Say good night. And we didn't talk about Tumblr. We'll do that it's in the next a, one. Yeah. Say good night, cat. Good night, cat. Say good night, Rocky. Good night, Rocky. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I've got a bit of a cough. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Peter Martin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am now recording again. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are we stopping? Or are we no, we, we. Well, the problem is that, like, if I if I stop, then you'll say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. So I have to have it hot all the time. So I don't really. It's coming back to my number. Okay. Cat asked a question. Yep. Um, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll chop the middle out so it just <laughs> flow. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was sort of recapping for my my own brain. Um, I don't know. Really? Well, think figure it like this. Roughly speaking, how many different partners per year? And how many years you've been sexually active, and then yeah. times one by the other. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure in my head that my number is going to be a lot smaller than your number. Probably. My number's going to be fucking tiny compared to both of you, <laughs> you big whores. I know exactly what my number is. I, I don't. Really? I'd have to really sit down and think about it. And also, it's one of them sort of things like what counts as sex. Oh well. I mean, if you're going down that route, well, I don't know what my number is. <laughs> Well, it's just that, like, <laughs> if I blow a load in somebody's mouth, does that count as sex? I don't know. If it, if well, it has the same count- result for me. <laughs> I was <laughs> counting still- just regular penetrative sex. Well, I, I think sexual activity okay. is probably a better Oh, well, in that case, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even be able to backtrack. Which is worrying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, yeah, okay. You've been sexually active for somewhere in the range of about 15 years, I'd expect. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, maybe How 16. How old are you now? 
32 on Monday. Are you? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Thanks. That dog growed up. I know. So, 10 people a year? Or if you times it over 15 years? I mean, probably. I suspect it's probably more today, this year than when you were 15, but who mm. knows? Right. Really, me like some pizza. <clears throat> I mean, I really do, but like, I can't. I'd hazard a guess anywhere between 150, 200, maybe. Yeah, which was my rough estimate. Yeah. May well be more. Or less. <laughs> I mean, it is a competition. You get kicked out of the club. It's like a post count on a forum. If your post count isn't hugely high, no one respects you. <laughs> That's what it's like in the gay world. <laughs> Whereas in the female world, it's the same opposite, kind of. <laughs> one that's one too many <laughs> you fucking whore <laughs> outside of marriage <laughs> anything other than missionary <laughs> you don't you have slag born from it <laughs> I mean the utterly ridiculous thing is that, like what is the difference between having sex with one person 50 times mm. and having sex with 50 people once like is what, what is very the difference good point 